This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. New message. Hey man, it's Devin. You know from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. Oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When are we set in sail, Captain? <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Welcome to a special edition of a Millwall 11 show. Um, those of you watching on YouTube, you already can see who our guests are. Um, I'm going to start with my co-host for this show, which is the one and only Joe. Hello, mate. You all right? I'm good, Mickey. How are you doing? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited as hell over this show, mate. Um, it was your idea. And hopefully if it goes well, then it's my idea. If it goes badly, it's your idea. And that's the way it goes. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. Without, really further ado, without further ado, I'm going to introduce the man. If you're watching on YouTube, he's directly below me. And then I'll allow Joe to introduce the man directly below him. Uh, we are joined today for Battle of the Ex-Millwall Player 11. I'm Joe. I'm joined by Joe Dolan. Hello, fella. How are we doing, guys? Good morning over there. Evening here. Pleasure yeah. to be on or, the show. Or evening or morning or afternoon, wherever whatever time you're listening to this. Go on in, Joe. You you introduce okay. your team, so buddy, for this so game. My, my guys played over 261 games for Millwall, spanning from 98 to 2005, contributing with a whole heap of goals. Uh, old Twinkle Toes himself, Mr. Paul Ifill. How you doing, Paul? Hello. Hello, fellas. I'm good. How are you? Good. Is it evening over, over there as well, is it? What time it is, is it? There? It is. It's, it's dinner time. It's dinner time. I'm going to go and get myself a Macca's okay. event after I've finished. <laughs> I can hear you start rumbling, mate. <laughs> Good I didn't right. know we both, we were both there 98 to 2005 as well. We both left mm. in the same year. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sad day. Sad day for the club. Mate, 
That's it, mate. Same age as well, you two. You're you both the same age as well, aren't you, I think? Yeah, he's a bit older, I think. You're October, aren't you? I'm October, yeah. 43 in October. Yeah, and yeah. I'm now, May. Now Joe's got his hair back. He's saying you look older than him, look. <laughs> Do you know what's really weird? Is that you two are the same age, and so me, me and Joe were born in the same year too. When, what's your, we're when's both, yours, we're Joe? 27, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. When's your, when's your year? When's your month? Uh, August 75. September 75. So he beats me by fucking a month, bastard. I look better for it, but yeah, we never go. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you um, do. Yeah, thank you very much, Joe. Well done. My, my teammate is fucking One hoodie, waiting, one hoodie on the way to me. Come definitely, on, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so this is going to be team effort. All we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to introduce you to do your thing. But basically, you two are making the decisions. So this is your team. You're allowed any Millwall manager within your playing career and you're allowed any player you played with. Um, we did have a bit of a debate about low knees and whatnot. We'll throw that out to the debate. But ideally, people you played with um, and obviously a Millwall manager. But, you know, if you want, you could be the manager and you could decide what team you want. But I think it will probably add more entertainment to it. And the other rules are it's a 4-2-2 um, formation. And that's... That's the only rules around it. So four four two, you can pick anyone you've ever played with, and obviously, um, and a and a Millwall manager. So, are Ooh, we ready? Manager, you never said manager. We got manager as well. Yeah. How the fuck is the team going to work without a manager? Well, I'm the player manager, obviously. Okay. <laughs> um, I did say if you want to be the player manager, you can be. But if you want to pick a manager. Then you can uh, pick a manager. They've got to pick a manager. Oh, it's a bit. It's a bit controversial, but I'm, I'm, well, sure. I'm not kind of. I want to. I want to mention this guy anyway. Don't so. don't don't say nothing yet. No. Right. Without further ado, we'll be back straight after this. Right, ready, gents. Right, welcome back. Okay, we are going to start with Joe. Joe, your goalkeeper for your all-time eleven Millwall eleven in your playing career, is Anthony Randolph Warner. <laughs> Full name there then, yeah? Yeah, he's um, he's just a, a brilliant guy. Like, I actually spoke to him again the other day. Um, came, to us, came to us with um, obviously big club experience, but hadn't really played a lot of first-team football. He'd be the first one to say it and kind of – you know, like we'd spoken about other players and, and their kind of attitudes to that off the field. Tony was just just wanted to be part of it and and, and made the odd rip like we all did, but owned it. You know, and he was really refreshing. He was such a massive personality, big commanding force in, in the penalty area, would talk you through the game. I think one of my favourite photos is is me turning around and running to him and him picking me up. So we'd, we'd obviously scored at the other end and just a real a real team player and, and a real good mate. He's just moved to Reading. Um, the only other goalkeeper that I think is worth a mention, and I, I'm not sure if I, I don't think I, a lot of my a lot of my games are going to be with people in the resis, but that don't matter. It still counts in my book. Um, and I want to I want to mention a friendly mention for Nigel Spink because Spinky was there when we uh, we were all young lads, and and he was a massive massive um, help for me, especially as a centre half. Um, you know, real calming influence and, and helped us through a lot. And um, I'll, I'll quickly just, I know you, I still know this one, but you, we had a really good summer one year and I was lucky enough to meet my wife that year. He's sitting behind just making sure I tell the truth. Um, <laughs> we had a, we had a really good summer, went away to a lot of places as a team. You know, we, we, we were getting on really well. 
Um, and we came back one year, like the day before pre-season, and we were doing our usual park run around the training ground. And um, Richard Sadler was absolutely hanging. He was gone. He had nothing. He was paler than pale. And you know he's pale anyway. And the one one defining moment was he, he, he got caught by Nigel Spink, who I think was 42, and Sads was 19. And Spinky just got to his ear and went, don't worry, Sads. I'll back off, mate. I won't go past you. And Spinky just went backwards and let Sads <laughs> really? carry on. And he just, um, you're just a really class, class guy with, with a proper, you know, first team Premier League, you know, whatever you want to call it, career behind yeah. him. Spinky was brilliant. And obviously, you know, other mentions I think Ives will make about the FA Cup run and the keepers there. You know, I'll leave that to Ife. But Tony, number one, and Spinky. Right. So, ex Liverpool, Swindon, Celtic, Aberdeen. Uh, Leeds, Fulham, load loads of stuff, and obviously longest longest stint um, was at Millwall. So, Joe, our keeper is Tony Warner. Are you yep. copying us, or have you got a different one? Yeah, I, I'm not going to be controversial here. Look, I, I think uh, big mentions to Willie Geray when he played, um, but Tony was clearly the number one. Stacky was great on loan. Um, there's, there's a few others um, that I could probably mention, but Tony was class. He was my roommate for a number of years sort of after Joe, actually, because me and Joe were roommates for years, and then it, then it was Tony for a while. Um, I got him I got him out here to the Wellington Phoenix for a season as well. Um, I think he was 37 at that point. Yeah, he came out and did a year and, and lived next door to me, which was which was class. Um, I had, had a lot of fun out, out in New Zealand with the families together, which was pretty cool, and we still stay in contact. So I think I think Joe has already said what needs to be said. The one, the one thing I will add is I've never seen somebody be so excited by getting hit in the face with a football. He was, it was un, no, no, in training, if you hit him in the face with the football, like if it would hit me, I'd be down for a minute. Oh, you know, I need a bit of time. He would just be like, ah, and then you'd be like, holy <laughs> shit, what is up with this guy? But he just, he loved it, he loved it. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And, and and what a presence he was on the pitch as well, though. I mean, yeah, I always, oh, I always oh, sense oh. that he got bored sometimes in goal. And there was, a, there was a back pass, so he could just hit the ball out, could he? He had to sort of drop a shoulder and go past. <laughs> and my heart would be in my mouth. We're thinking, Jesus Christ. Like, But the fans loved it. I think he, he did as well in, in a weird yeah. sort of like, you know, way. Our heart, our heart was always in our mouth when he was taking a goal kick into the wind. <laughs> For a Brilliant. man so big. Oh, hold on. The other one, there's, there's one more I've forgotten to mention, and that was Andy Marshall. We talked about the FA yeah. Cup. Mar- yeah. Marshall's yeah. class, and he, and he was very good Great on the shout. day in the final. Um, obviously, Tone, Tone was our first choice keeper at the time and got injured, and Marshall came in and, and did a really good job. So he's another one that gets cool. Done. Right, so that's an easy one, Mickey. So we've got our goalkeepers locked in, both in agreement there, Tony Warner. We're now going to go into our defence, into a back four. I was going to start at left back. I think I'll start at right back. Yeah, because we need to get it done. You'll have to put I, a time limit on this because we could we be here for do. ages. I think we should do, Joe. So without further ado, we're going to go to Paul this time. And Paul. Okay, so so the, the one who right went back. on to have the one who went on to have the best career would be in the mix is Glenn Johnson. Um Glenn probably didn't play enough to to merit getting in the team. Um but was fantastic for us. And uh, I remember, I actually remember being at the training ground when he was going back to West Ham and he told us that he was he was just about to get a move to Chelsea. Wow. And it was Chelsea had just been taken over and there was mad money flying around. He was like, yeah, I'm going for six million. Like, Jeez, that's more than the training ground and all the players are worth put together <laughs> oh, and you're going man. for that fee. So that, that was pretty cool to, to sort of know him on his sort of rise up. Um, that this is, this, this, this is going to make no sense because the best captain I ever had is now not going to get in the team. Wow. Stupid. But 
Matty's going to have to get in the team, Matty Lawrence. He's one of my best mates. He so was I'll, my, pick the, I'll pick the other one. Yeah, he was he was my driver. He was my driver for years, <laughs> um, literally. Um, oh, he did so much for me on and off the pitch. And he was so good defensively that I didn't have to do much. And I noticed that when I got older and realised, why am I doing so much tracking back? Like, I didn't have to do it with Matty because at times he'd deal with a winger and a fullback leave me in a cheating position. And again, I'd be, I'd be able to get all the glory. Um, but actually, Matty had done all the work, nicking the ball and getting it to me. So it, it's Matty over Muscat. Yet, if I had to pick a captain for this team, it would have to be Muscat. So he'd have to play somewhere. So I might, I know I've got to put myself in the team, but I might play two right backs and, and leave me on the bench. Did, didn't, did, was you playing in the same team with Matty when he converted to a centre-back? Or was you gone Yeah, right? so I could, I could have chucked him in there, but I'll talk to you about the centre-backs in a minute. Okay. So that... It, it, this was this was difficult for me. The back Mate, you're only you're only picking one centre back, so that might take you a while as well. well. That, yeah, that's right, that's right, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it, it was difficult. The, the midfield you... midfield picks itself, in my opinion, and the front two picks itself. Oh, well, so steady, the, on, the steady on, steady on, steady on. Let's do the honourable mentions at right we'll back see. first, we'll, mate. We'll see, we'll see. As, as good as, as good as Matty was um, defensively, like you said, Paul, he gave you the license to kind of roam and get forward and attack. Did he did he kind of help you in an attacking area? Did you felt that he was kind of like pushing up the field with you? Was he overlapping you or no? He didn't. He didn't need to. Really. He, he, he used to say he used to say to me, oh, so "I won't overlap if you've got it one on one. If you've got it one on one, just beat him, just beat him, and I'll be behind you and, and pick up the bits if you lose it." And he, he gave me the license to. There was a there was a time early on in my career where I was known as a dribbler, but I didn't have the confidence to actually go and do that. And Matty mm. kind of gave me that and said, "Look, I've got your back." If you lose it 10 times, but you get past in the 11th, don't worry about it. Just keep... And that sort of spurred me on to go, okay, he's going to look after me. And then, uh, bear, bear in mind, he got a few assists himself. Because a lot of yeah. the time, I'd, I'd lose it. It would bounce back to him. And he'd whip it in first time. And then someone like Deech or Sads or, or Chopper would put it yeah. in the net. So there plenty of assists from him as well. Brilliant, brilliant. And, and Joe, we'll go to you now. So uh, for right back, who, who, have you, uh, who have you chosen? Well, I reckon... I reckon... I don't know... Probably we want to just do a couple of honourable mentions. Isn't that a, is that a fair word? I think. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yep, yep, yep. Glenn, jo- I didn't think anyone would remember Glenn, but obviously when you get told you're going for six million, you ain't going to forget that conversation. <laughs> but, but again, one of my favourite photos, because, you know, photos don't add up to games, so I can pretend. The only problem is with all the photos that I'm in, there's nobody in the grandstands behind them. But one of my favourite photos, I've got Livers, Chopper, and Glenn Johnson in the background, and that was my... Uh, that was Stoke when we had redemption at Stoke. Do you remember us? And we beat them yeah. 1-0 away after being shit when we played for the first time live on telly. We were yeah. fucking rubbish. We, I think we got beat 3-0. I think I'll give a penalty away. We were just crap. And so after the injuries and stuff that I'd had, it was it was great to play with Wisey, you know, having cleaned his boots at Chelsea. Glenn Johnson was just, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like, it's like, it's like a, a winger who can defend. Mm, he yeah. was that quick and and yeah. that able, um, so I didn't think anyone had mentioned him. But on honourable mentions, um, for me, I'll go back to to Kenny Brown and Jared really? Lavin, and, and they were guys um, that were definitely on the outer, and mm. so could have been totally poisonous, like like some other players were in a changing room at that time. But again, as a young lad coming in, both Lav and Brownie were, were brilliant to me, yeah. um, and to a lot of us young lads. Um, I got to Ricky mention Numa. Dunny. What about Ricky Newman? Yeah, Numo, what a lad as well. Like great totally lad, disrespected but on so many levels by the club and, and to be fair, the fans sometimes considering his history. Um, but kept coming in, 
kept putting it in, kept helping, you know, put us under pressure. And that's kind of what we needed. We needed players in training that were going to get get under our skin and, and push us. And they would be the first ones to wish you luck in their suit in the in the in the tunnel yeah. when you were going out to play and they weren't. That's lovely, so yeah. you know, we had some real, yeah, Ricky Newman. Are you putting him at right back, I fear? I, I had him. I had him as an honourable mention in midfield. Ah, uh, he's an honourable mention just as a guy, as well as yeah, a player. as a guy. Let's, let's yeah, give, yeah. Let's so the other, the other, the other honourable mention I'm going to give to Danny because I think that's where Danny started as a right back. Didn't know what he was fucking doing. Still doesn't. Um, <laughs> was, was, was he, how, how old was Danny there? Because I, I remember at the time, fifteen. Like, he was, yeah. yeah. I so when, was, when, you, when you boys were playing, and I think we should mention the lounge, didn't we? I should see like you know Danny, Ben May, you know, going yeah. out with teas, like we're pushing trolleys of like teacups. Was that, yeah. is that going to you boys? Was it? Were they, were they making your tea? I don't think we were drinking much tea at that point, though, were we? No, we were man in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but ben, really ben, ben May, Ben May was really good mates with Glenn Johnson. Anyway, like, I think yeah, they were both from right. Dartford. That's yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, they were really good pals. And like Ben, yeah. when he said he was coming in, Ben just said he's just such a nice guy. And then yeah. fair play to him. What a career. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so who, but, who's going for, Joe? Who's hey, going for, who's going for yeah, I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Muzzy. I mean, I didn't play with him in the first team. But again, as a leader, um, I did play with him. I trained with him in the resis because he had a few injuries as well. Um, and I think for the sake of life going for Matty, because Matty obviously was was the right back that I played most of my football with. Yeah. Um, maybe a little honourable mention for Birch, but we don't want to give him too many. Um, maybe a little honourable mention for Birch at right back because he had to do that job a few times. Yeah, 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 he did. So yeah. I'll go Muzzy. I'll go Muzzy yeah. to rival things. We'll, 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 lock, we'll lock that in. Um, yeah, lock what we'll do is we're going to switch on to the other side. We'll go to left back, and then what we'll do is we'll do two centre backs together. So when it's your choice to pick centre backs, we'll just we'll just pick two, uh, do, do it in one go. Yeah. So if we start with you now, Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're it's a little bit left easier. Back. Left back. Yeah. yeah. Who'll be your left back? Um, honourable mentions. Yeah. Um, just for pure comedy value, Jamie Stewart. Because he, he was actually actually a very talented player, but was yeah, just boy. an absolute psycho. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just never knew what you were going to get. But, again, ridiculously athletic, good in the air, smashed people. Like That was his problem. He could have got sent off in the first minute or the last. But certainly certain managers picked him on that. Mm. Um, and Ronnie Ball, you know, one of us, you know, grew up, you know, we joined obviously a bit later, Ife and I. But Ronnie, mm. Ronnie was another one who had such ability, two of the best feet I've ever seen. The yeah. way he could strike a ball with both his left foot and his right foot. The only problem was he was probably in the air with both of them heading towards somebody's chest a little bit more than he was keeping them on the floor. Um, <laughs> and he, he, Ronnie would just have a head loss. He, he'd tell you that now. He probably still does. Um, and that probably cost him. But he had he had incredible ability. He could get up and down too. Mm. Um but even though he broke my leg and was involved in both my ruptured cruciates, my left back is still Robbie Ryan. We right, good choice. I'm going to lock that one in for you now, Joe. Okay, and we're going to go to Paul now. So, Paul, any honourable mentions before you mention your 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 left back? I, I, when I was first at the club, I remember training with the first team, and Paul Sturgis was the left back. Sturge. The boys used to call him Lion Sturge because that's all the coach used to say to him. Lion Sturge, you get it out of his feet and clip it down the line. Wow. 
Um, and and he, he was a decent lad. Um, another one who kind of looked after some of the young boys as we were coming through. So honourable mention there. Um, yeah, honourable mention to, to Bully. I think Bully was class. Um, again, I think if he'd have had... Like back in those days, we didn't have, we didn't know about mindset so much. There wasn't, you know, there was nobody looking. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. <laughs> those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. <laughs> Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. And after that side of the game, you just battled on through. But he, he had some demons, Ronnie. Um, he'll tell you that. And I think if he'd have had some help with the with that side of it, he could have gone on to bigger and better things than probably all of us. Like Joe said, that technically he was sensational, but you just didn't know what you were going to quite get from him every, every now and again. To the question, quick, both, do you think height sort of um, hindered him a little bit, you know, in, in his physicality? Uh, yes and no, but he, 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 could, he could get up and head the ball and he was super brave. So I'm not, yeah. I don't think it was that. I think for me it was more the fact that you didn't know what you were going to get from week to week. And, yeah. and he was probably more naturally talented than Robbie. But Robbie mm. was so consistent. Like, you just knew. No one ran past Robbie. Robbie wasn't the quickest, wasn't the yeah. strongest, wasn't the biggest. But nobody, nobody, sure. dealt with him. nobody could deal with him. And he just mm. did what he was supposed to do week in, week out. And that's why every manager played him. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Probably so, so for me, yeah. One of them, yeah. Do you remember Sturge? Sturge got released, and like a week before he got released, he bought an Audi convertible. Do you remember? <laughs> he, was just, he just thought, "Fuck you, lot! I'm going to drive in and." Sh-. And I think he did. He go to Gillingham after that. Yeah, so he, he, he went uh, on. He carried I thought, on. I think it was Gillingham, but, oh, but he had the biggest smile, the biggest smile on his face when he came in with that Audi because he was getting released and being treated like not great, like a lot of those older yeah. pros. And he went on and carried on playing, and yeah, forgot him. Hey, how about what about Greeny at right back? I'll just Ryan Green. No. Ryan Green. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Green. The, the, world, the world's prettiest man. The world's prettiest. <laughs> well, Sturge, you reminded me of him when you said Sturge. Sturge, Sturge yeah. was like an older yeah, version. Whatever of happens to him, he just sort of disappeared, didn't he, Ryan Green? We only but, had him on loan, didn't we? On loan from Wolves. Oh, yeah. Right. I never sort of saw much or heard about him afterwards. Yeah, I no, no, I think he last <clears> season <throat> had 
in a sunbed salon in South. <laughs> Indeed. Right. So, so we're going to go to. Are you you making notes of these, Joe? Didn't you? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm multitasking, Mickey. Don't worry. Oh, I thought you meant me then. Sure. I was going to say no, I right. am actually. <laughs> good, good, good. So who, who's next? We're going to to Paul now, aren't we? So yeah, Paul, yeah, you, what, you, you want to pick one centre back, Paul, and we'll go to Joe and pick another, and then we'll do it do it that way, yeah? Because there's two of you there. So do you want do you want to pick your your centre back, Paul? All right, my first my first one. I would, yeah. I would just I would just go name your two centre backs. I only did two, then, and then you name right. your two because they're probably they might be different, and then we can right, create a debate. Okay, okay. So fir- first one is Joe. Um, no, don't be a tit because I'm in my <laughs> team. So I'll be in your team. That's the rules. Well, then it's going to be a nil-nil draw, isn't it? Because we're just two rocks in both teams. It's it's super boring. You never know. You might be able to convince you to have someone else. You know, you might think you're shit, Joe, and you want someone else. So, Hang on, you just make sure this is recording because I know what he's going to say next and I like hearing it. So, make sure. I've said it it off air. I think think Joe was kind of ahead of his time. Um, You know, we had a lot of what I'd call stoppers back in the day. You know, uh, the likes of Nethers and Daichi and and, and Tuts. Defenders first, and Joe was a, a bit different. He was very, very athletic for a centre back. Could run, could head it, could kick it, um, could drive in, um, and that was something we didn't do much of. Um, but he could play, and I think you know that was probably from his his background of, of being at Chelsea. So I think he just offered us something different, and I saw that coming through. And I've said it on a, on a number of podcasts, and I don't want to blow too much smoke up his ass, but I think without the injury, he would have gone on to do better than most of us, to be honest. And I think it was obviously a shame. Um, we're not going to get into that and be all. Delighted about that, but you know he, he he had a decent enough career, but I think it would have been would have been even better. Um, so he definitely makes my team um, alongside obviously of Matty to the right of him. And the the other the other one was bloody difficult because there's a lot of lot of guys that played in this position, um, including Matty and, and Muskie um, and Nethers, who's missed out a massive honourable mention for him. Uh, Wardy's another one, but it's Sean Dyche, and he didn't ah, play as much as a lot of the boys, but the. Joe will probably say the same here. Daichi, if I'd have listened to Daichi, I'd be a multi-millionaire. He gave <laughs> me so much good advice. And I thought, why is this old guy just bothering me? Just just leave me alone. Let me buy my stupid car or gamble my money or whatever I'm doing, and I'll be fine. And he was, oh, I look back now, I'm just like, you're an idiot. He literally, day after day after day, whether it was advice to me or Joe or Sads, he was giving great advice. He was leading on the pitch. He was leading off it, and he was a he was a coach back then. He was he was so ahead of his time. He was always going to be a good coach. Like to see what he's doing is not. It might surprise people. It's not surprised me at all. It was always yeah. always going to happen in my in my eyes. And I think it'd be interesting to see what Joe says and what he's who he's gone with. But I know that Joe was lucky that he had a lot of senior guys to be able to learn from as well on, on, on sort of both sides of the game, how to look after yourself off the pitch, how to do the sort of niggly bits on the pitch. And like he said, off air, we were talking about Nethers, Nethers going up and winning the ball. Deitchie was the same. Like Deitchie was, was an absolute warrior. So you need, you yeah. need someone next to Joe. If Joe's going to be a bit soft, you know, I'm a bit soft. I'm a bit soft in all the wrong places now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tablet for that, Joe. Don't panic. Um, <laughs> right, go on in, Joe. You're two. Who are your two centre? All right. Well, um, thanks for that, life. I really appreciate it. And I know it's um 
Yeah, it was. I was very, very lucky to play for this club. I think I've, I've mentioned that every time I've, I've done anything. I, this is the kind of club that still does this kind of thing. I'm not sure every club does it. So um, yeah, I'm very, very humbled. I'm, I was very glad that, you know, even through the times of my injuries, my mum and dad would still come and watch the games. Um, they knew I couldn't. I, I wanted to be as far away from football as possible. But my mum and dad did that because they knew that this club meant so much to me and to, to its supporters and you know, everyone always asked, you know, how I was and, and that was really special. So I'm um, very, very grateful to ever have been part of this club. Um, honourable mentions. I've got my first honourable mention has got to be Tony Witter, just for pure comedy value. Um, <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had no idea how that geezer did what he did. But he, he did this thing. He would get in the worst position. He'd get squared up and he'd do this. And he'd just let the player go past him because he was too late. He was going to foul him. But he almost laughed as he turned round because he knew he was going to catch him. He yeah. could catch pigeons. The problem was he would then make a tackle and then would give the ball away again. And it just kept going round in that kind of – it was just madness. It was I madness. I remember seeing legs, Joe. I remember yeah. like, also just his legs moving around. You didn't see much – And very rarely, very rarely did he give a foul away. He, he, right. He'd give the odd yeah. penalty, but most of the time he got it right. But right. obviously, you know, you're not meant to be in those situations. Hey, but mate, just, that, just, that was – Just quickly on him, on Tony Witter. I used to. He was the first person I had to clean his boots. So the first first one I really? did as a as a as a young. So it wasn't a pro then. It was um. Oh, we in YTS. Yeah. yeah. And apprentice. Yeah, apprentice. So I, I had to clean his boots. So I met him. You know, first thing. Blah blah blah. He'd be like, "I go and get the crowd finders," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he used to call his boots <laughs> his own boots the crowd finders. Right? <laughs> no, no one ever like. So that's it. That's how I first met him, and, and we used to get on. And then he used to pay me for scoring. In the youth team in the reserves, really? Yeah, he used to pay. He used to pay me five pound a goal, and if I scored a hat trick, he'd give me fifty pound. Wow! And I think that that year I got like twenty one goals, and he was. And I, I always this is this is funny as well. I remember one time he had to pay me my money. He had to pay me a hundred quid or whatever, and he had his pay slip, and he went, and he showed me, and it was like ten thousand pound for the month, right? And he went, ice. Look at that. How am I going to pay the mortgage with only that? <laughs> Oh my it, was God, the, it was the most money I'd ever seen on a piece yeah. of paper at that point. I was like, Jesus Christ. What I, was on, I was on £47.50. Yeah. Do you remember them? Do you remember them green paces with a dotted yeah. the dotted thing down the side? Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> takes you back, doesn't it? So sorry, really? yeah. Honorable honorable mention for, for wits. And then I think um there's a couple of younger lads, and I kind of hope that I helped them a little bit. And I know I was still young at the time, but I do I do remember playing with Robbo when Robbo was a young lad. So, you know, he was a great kid, great attitude. And and I think he, you know, would be the first to admit there were better technical footballers than him, but nobody who really loved the club or wanted to be in that first team and pushed himself to his limit to get in there and, and go on to be a captain, which is brilliant for him. Um, Leon Court, I had a good time with Courty. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I kind of helped. Not helped him. I, I hope I did. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know what Leon would say. He might say nothing. Um, but I enjoyed playing with Leon. And I think oh, that was the year that we kind of had like a national youth league, didn't we? We played yeah. like Newcastle and Doncaster and yeah. whatever. And, and that was brilliant. I really enjoyed playing with Courty most of the time in, in that. Um, you've mentioned Wardy. You've done Daishi. We've mentioned Tuts. I think there's another honourable mention for Scott Fitzgerald. Mm. Um, again, Fitzy was a little bit like me in that he was a footballer he he yeah. could play like he he 
he wasn't really one that liked to, to head and, and he liked getting in the right position and, and passing it. Um, and so a little honourable mention for him because when we were in the team, which wasn't very often, it was a bit difficult because I was playing so much with Nevers who wanted me to drop off and then Fitzy kind of wanted me to be the aggressor. So, you know, you had to kind of learn pretty quickly what, what you, you were expected to do. Mm. Um, and and I think, you know, for me, I've got to go with Nevers because um, for me, you know, Daishi is, was a huge part in, in, in our development and, and the same as I, he gave me so much good advice. I didn't play with him that often, to be honest. But again, you train with him every day. Um, but for me, Nevers, Nevers respected me from day one. And, and that, as a kid, I think that's a major reason why so many of us were able to play because we didn't get fucked off. And if we did get fucked off from a player, it was in the right way. It wasn't personal. It wasn't your shit. It was, come on. It was, if you want to be in this team, you, you got to do better and you got to do this. And Nevers, Nevers was, was, you know, my number one fan and respected me and helped me and made it very clear what he wanted me to do in the team. And I think that's that helped me to play so many games with somebody like him in the team. So, Nevers what's for me. The, what's the understanding there between you you and Nevers, Joe? Did you have a kind of a, a plan or a game plan how you how you worked together and how you played together? We in those dark old days, everyone everyone pretty much played four four two. So you know the majority of teams you played against would have a big man and a small man, um, a little bit like our, our team probably was at the best. You know, you, you, there was very much a focal point and, and a, a bigger target man. Some of the target men I played against, oh my god, um, I, I still have nightmares over him now. Um, but Nevers Nevers would kind of want to be up against that guy and kind of go, I'll deal with that. And yeah. you have to pick up the bits, which tended to be somebody like Jamie Curitan or Nicky Forster or um, who was the guy at Bristol Rovers Junior a go-go, was it? And yeah. like, people like that, you know, they were just rapid. And, and mm-hmm. um, you know, even who was it at Brentford? Oh, who was that at Brentford up front? Lloyd Awusu, who's yeah. over here in, in, in Sydney now. And we still laugh about those kind of games. So that, that Joe was probably our, our kind of nine times out of ten. He would say, I'll take... Jeff Horsfield and you did with Barry Hales <laughs> Horsfield, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. or Paul Pesky Salido. So I yeah. kind of had to read it a little bit better and go, is he yeah. is the centre forward dropping in front? Is he going to run in the channel? Yeah. And Nevers, you know, there were there would be many times where I would run past Nevers into that channel and then I'd run past Nevers into that channel <laughs> right. because that, that was where their 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 second so, so basically so. you would never discipline in your in your defensive positions because quite often <laughs> Find a left centre half will play that side, right centre half will play that side, and then what you'll find is the forwards will then put themselves onto you. So I first Steve Morrison mentioned before, uh, he's played for Millwall, that he would yeah. often single out a defender who he's going to pick on that game. And if he sees someone who's a bit small, a bit slight, if he's you not, know I'm going to bully that one, he'll he'll put himself on that player. And yeah. nine times out of ten, that player won't move out of his position, he'll stay on that position. Whereas would you then swap with Never? So let's say, for example, you're playing against Jeff Horsfield, um, yeah. and he wants to play more on the right side. You go on your left then, and, and, and vice versa, and swap over. Or would you kind of? How do you work it? Nine times out of ten, the ball was out of play so much that you could do that pretty early. Um, okay. The problem with somebody like Jeff Horsfield is the fucker could run as well. That right. was that was when we had problems when Nevers had somebody who could run. Yeah. Um, but in 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 essence, you know, from throw-ins, from goal kicks. All of that kind of close play, you you can do it early. 
Mm. When it comes to defending your box, then that all goes out the window. You know, we're just getting narrow and, and, and dealing, fighting fires. Yeah. Um, but essentially, you know, throw-ins, free kicks, corners, all of that you could kind of plan and prepare for. You never really wanted to get caught like that, you know, yeah. unless unless I was that deep, it didn't really matter. Right. Um, but there was a lot more rigidity in, in those formats. You know, centre-forwards didn't run all the way across the line. I tell you another honourable well another honourable mention. I'm saying him early, but one of the guys I played against and and played with eventually at Leighton Orient was Gary Alexander. He was another brilliant centre forward at being able to to start on the fullback and come across and, and win a header and take it off your head when wow. you feel like you've got a free run at the ball. Gary was the best that I ever played against who would who would come across and, and glance it. And you think you've got a free header and you haven't. So, mm-hmm. um, and, he's, yeah. and he scored the best goal at Wembley ever. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, again, a really, really nice guy, humble guy, never changed, mm. always hardworking. I think he's managing – is he at Cray now? Or is it, no, Neil Smith's at Cray. He might be – anyway, he's still in the game because he's a good mm. guy. He's managing, he yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a good boy. And, he, and his boy's coming up through the game as well. His boy's having he a is. good career now as well. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah so um, – yeah, no, back, yeah. Sorry, Joe, go back to Nevers very, very quickly. I never know anyone who loves headering the ball as much as he did. I mean, even before the games, those of you guys remember, he spent like five, ten minutes just headering the ball, warm up. Do you remember? Like whoever yeah, and he'd, he'd, have the, he'd have the bandage on before. Yeah. Like, before the game started. The game hasn't even started and he's already got the bandage. I'm sure, I'm the sure old, it was like... The old Terry Butcher. I'm not sure who it was. Was it Britty or something? Like he used to get the ball and he used to just throw it up to him like for about, about 20 times. He used to go like, bang, bang, yeah. and, I've been watching him from the sidelines thinking, like, this boy just loves heading the ball. <laughs> he, just, yeah. you know, he, um, he played for us in the Wonderwall Cup when we'd done a charity game a couple of years ago before, 10 games before the uh, lockdown, like each year previous lockdown. And he played in one of them. And, you know, he's a he's a much bigger lad than what he was, but he's, he's still a terrifying force on that well, pitch, mate. Um, a lot yeah. of them wanted to play around him. And then we played, we played like with some celebrity bods. And, um, yeah, they suddenly realised that he was an ex-professional when he suddenly went straight through through Riverdale star or or as, um, as, a, as a forward. You wouldn't, future, play, you wouldn't want to play against Joe and, and Nevers, would you? To be fair, no. I mean, like I said, no. like, I mean, as, as you, Paul, I mean, you must play against him in training quite often. I mean, like you say, Paul had uh, Joe had the, had the agility, the speeds, you know, and, and Nevers being strong in the air. I mean, you, you kind of got yourself, you know, caught in a, in a, in a bit of a problem there, didn't you? You play against those two. Yeah, it was. It was like, we always used to. Have to back in the day, you were allowed to pick teams. I don't think you can do that anymore. It's not PC, but yeah. I, it, it would always be down to like the the people that they didn't really um, fancy would know to pick teams. So I'd always get to ask to pick a team. So I'd, the first people I'd pick are the ones that I don't want to play against. <laughs> of course, so I'd, I'd, pick, I'd pick Joe. I'd pick Nevers. I'd pick Dietsy. I'd pick people who are going to kick me. <laughs> uh, not necessarily a team that might win, but a team a team of, of people that I don't want to play against. Yeah, yeah. That's how I pick my teams as well. So yeah, so yeah. just to confirm, um, Nicky. So we've got the teams all sorted for goalkeepers and defenders. I'm going very, very quickly. So Paul, um, if you've gone for Tony Warner in goal, you've gone for a back four of Matty Lawrence, Joe Donan, Sean Dyche, and Robbie Ryan. Uh Joe Boy, you've gone for Tony Warner in goal, you've gone for Kevin Muscat at right back, yourself and Nevers at centre back, Robbie Ryan at left back. Is that right? Yeah, now this has to be back when I'm 20 because nobody can run in that back four. So let's get it. You'd be for all of them, Joe, wouldn't you? Well, I, mind. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Right, then. So that is the um, 
well, the back four and the keeper are all sorted. Um, and we're going to be moving on to midfields and attack next. So uh, join us again, and we'll see you shortly. Thank you. Reimagine your life by becoming an RN at Duke Health, a recognized health system in North Carolina's area known as the Triangle, home to award-winning restaurants, beautiful scenic spaces, and an eclectic art and music scene. You'll have plenty to enjoy in the area and cities beyond. What's more, you'll have a career filled with purpose and opportunity, matched by benefits that best support your wellness, family, and future, offering sign-on bonuses and relocation. Apply today at DukeNursing.org. Message. Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. <laughs> oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When are we set in sail, Captain? <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.